This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today to Green Talk Radio from GreenLivingIdeas.com. This is Sean Daly. Green Living Ideas Editor-in-Chief, and today I have with me Rob Zimmerman, who is the, make sure I get this right, Rob, the Senior Staff Engineer for Water Conservation Initiatives at Kohler Company. That's correct. Great. Well, Rob, thanks a lot for being with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I'm very familiar with Kohler, and I think a lot of people are probably as well out there. Uh, the tar- our audience for our site are people that are consumers that in this case would be interested in learning more about Kohler's products and, and the company itself as it relates to living in a more green fashion. And I think that obviously with your title, it says it all. It's about water conservation. You know, one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that carbon emissions gets a lot of the focus in the press and in the movies and blogs and, and just in general in the news these days. But, you know, water conservation... Uh, and, and the issues around wa- the availability of water are one of the biggest problems facing the planet right now. And so we thought it would be great to have somebody like Kohler on the show to talk about, you know, sort of what, what you're doing in that area and uh, how your products and technologies that you're employing uh, help that area of living. Okay, be glad to do that. Well, great. Well, why don't we just go ahead and get, get started by just telling me a little bit about what your responsibility is in the company and just give me kind of an overview of, of uh, the, the company's products as it relates to this area uh, of green living. What I do for Kohler is I focus entirely on the issue of water conservation and how it's playing out in the marketplace and how Kohler can respond to the needs of consumers for more water-efficient products. And what that involves is really uh, working through our salespeople in the field, our marketing people here in the office, and also uh, interacting with uh, consumers, interacting with people who are specifying our products, and working with uh, local water agencies who are trying to implement water efficiency and water conservation plans around the country. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really a, a, a hybrid of a job. It, it, it involves a lot of different um, uh, different actions and a different uh, different ways of interacting with people, but it's, it's very interesting. And certainly, as you mentioned, water conservation is a an emerging issue. It's a very uh, serious issue in some parts of the country, but an emerging issue in a lot of other parts that you wouldn't normally think of as being uh, or as having water shortages. Yeah, I mean, it, it surprised me that you know, for example, the guy who invented the Segway, he he went on to I can't remember his name at the moment, but he went on to his next company was you know creating basically you know uh, helping to solve the world's water problem because he had identified that as one of the you know the larger problems facing the planet. So, and, and we're certainly blessed here in the United States anyway of, of having a fairly adequate water supplies in most parts of the country. I, I know that's not the case around the world, and and certainly this is an issue that we'll we'll see a much more emphasis on in the next five or ten years 
around the world. Yeah, well, what part of the country are you are you calling in from? Well, Kohler's based in the town of Kohler, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So uh, we live in what we like to call the water belt. Yeah. We don't call it the rust belt anymore. We call it the water belt. Right. Well, you're, you're talking to a guy who's sitting squarely in Northern California, and, and my wife and I were just saying last night we were out to dinner, and she's like, you know, I know you weren't here back then, but uh, and she's like, as long as they don't say in the paper on the headlines that it's like 80, or what did she say, like 76, because I, I've been here for about a little over 20 years, but she's like, that, that's when we were doing water rationing, and so we're actually getting a little nervous around here uh, right now because basically of uh, how little water there's been, how little rainfall, mm-hmm. uh, and it was the, the Sierras have their lowest base ever, and so we, we get a little bit uh, like a cat full in a room full of rocking chairs around here about this time, but I'm glad to hear that Wisconsin doesn't have those issues. Um, so, you know, so I'm curious about, I know, I know that one of the things that comes up the most is dual flush toilets. And that, that seems to get, uh, or at least, at least in my world, that we have, we have a sister site called Builder Community. And, um, I, I've actually talked to Kohler in regards to that site before. And I know that came up on a, a previous conversation and we, we saw you at the IBIS show in Orlando, the big, the big uh, builder show. Um, how is that a very, very large, I mean, when, where the rubber meets the road in terms of Kohler's product, is that the, is that the big emphasis or are there other products that are sort of, uh, benefiting from other technologies as well? What Kohler's tried to do from a product development standpoint is on the water efficient toilets is to offer a variety of different flushing technologies depending on what application uh, one is, is looking for. The dual flush products uh, in our Sterling product line are very nice products for residential applications. And uh, for those people who may not be familiar with dual flush toilets, uh, they typically have a, two buttons on the top of the tank that allow the user to select uh, either a full flush for big jobs <laughs> or a, uh, a half a flush for, for light jobs. Yeah, number one and number two. Num- right. But number one, but number two, exactly. And what that does is that studies have shown that on average, people would need to use the light flush button twice as often as the heavy flush. And in our Sterling line of products, the heavy flush is 1.6 gallons, which is the same as a standard toilet, but the light flush is half of that, or 0.8 gallons. And so if you average that out, it works out to a little under 1.1 gallons per flush on average. The thing I like about dual flush products is, first of all, they're, they're relatively inexpensive. They're not that much more than a standard toilet in terms of what they cost, but also it makes the consumer think every time they're using this product, you know, I've got an opportunity to save water, I'm going to do it. And, and so it keeps that issue kind of in the front of their mind. And I really like that about dual flush toilets. And we offer them a variety of styles and colors so that people can, can get these products but still uh, achieve the aesthetics and performance requirements that they may have in their home. Right. Now, you mentioned Sterling, which I'm familiar with Sterling. I've talked to that side of the house before. I know that's a sub-brand of Kohler. Uh, are, are, are those products limited to the Sterling brand side? Well, in, a, in the Sterling line, we have our what we call our dual-force flushing technology, which is, as I described, 1.6 and 0.8 gallons. In the Kohler line, we also have a product, a couple of products. We have a product called Escale, which is a very modern design product, and we have a San Rafael Power Light, which is a toilet that actually has a small pump in it, and those both are dual flush products as well. 
Okay. So we're, we're seeing this expanding. And again, it, it tends to be more in the residential applications uh, where, where dual flush products are, are best suited. Best suited because uh, it, it, commercial, that's just, it's going to be, there just there isn't going to be as much of an uptake there because the, the demands are different on, on that side or... I mean, well, it seems to me like it would be equally applicable. Is it just that there isn't a demand from commercial builders? Well, one of the concerns we have uh, in the commercial side of it is that you have a, you know, you think about an office building or, a, say, a restaurant where you have a lot of different people coming in and only use this restroom once. Right. So they may not understand that you have to choose which button to use or, or which way to push the valve, that kind of thing. I see. And so the water savings uh, is really not as pronounced in commercial applications. There's better ways to get water-efficient toilets into commercial applications. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, going beyond uh, toilets, wh- what else? I mean, obviously, we've got, you know, shower heads. And one of the things, I mean, I, I, I like a nice, firm shower spray. I have to say, I'm a little indulgent in that way. Whenever I, I hate, you know, you get into a shower and it's like trickling out and you know, you're like, you get, it's, it's hard. It's like, you know, not very convenient. So are there any, is there any great technologies out there that are helping that? Like, you know, you get a decent spray coming out, but it's a little bit more efficient or anything along those lines? What we've, what we're, we've been working on in our showering group is uh, what we call our Master Shower Eco Series. And the challenge with a shower is, is as you said, it's, it's to create the feeling and the experience in the shower of, of the warm, enveloping, relaxing kind of shower that some people like without, uh, you know, without using as much water as, as you have to. And, and the idea is if we can get down, say, 20% to two gallons per minute, can we do that? And the answer is yes, we can. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a matter of engineering the way the nozzles are, are patterned and the way the water flows through the nozzles that creates that really nice enveloping feeling, but with only using uh, two gallons per minute instead of two and a half gallons per minute as a standard showerhead would. Okay, so there is there is technology and there are forays in that direction to help simulate that experience without maybe the, the same flow rate. Yes. Okay. Well, good. That's good Good to hear. <laughs> we, we've certainly spent a lot of, of uh, time and effort uh, developing water-efficient toilets, but if you look at the way water use breaks out in a typical home, the toilet is first, but the showering is second, and so it's certainly the next area of emphasis from a water conservation standpoint in the home. Yeah, right, because a tub's a tub, right? You're filling it up to a certain point, and that's Exactly. It. And not as many people are taking baths these days as, as used to, to do that. Showering is definitely the way people are going. Uh, speak for yourself. I, I, I practice martial <laughs> arts every morning. I, I, I'm almost 40 years old, so I, I'm in a hot tub as much as I possibly can get in there. So, yeah, but no, it's, it's true. It's definitely going to be another major consumer in the house. So uh, let's see. Well, I guess moving on, uh, I, I appreciate all that information, and I think that that's definitely informative for our audience to understand some of the issues here and also the breakdown of, you know, what, what, and that's why the dual flush thing, I, I, you know, comes up a lot, I think, is it's the largest, that's the largest uh, consumer of water in the house. That's correct. Uh, m- more than anything else. Um, and then, of course, unless you're doing, you know, landscaping, things like that, it's a whole other area, but in terms of interior usage. Um, so I'm just I'm just curious, uh, you know, is there anything else that's that's exciting? I know there's another show coming up here in May or the end of May uh, out here, the the PCBC show on the West Coast. Uh, is there anything that you guys are going to be showing there that's maybe not currently out or that you're putting emphasis on in regards to green living and and water conservation? Well, we have a 
series of products, and um, this will be actually featured at the Kitchen and Bath Show in Las Vegas here in early May, and then also at PCBC. We'll be talking about um, WaterSense, and WaterSense is the new program from EPA. It's a water-efficient product labeling program. If if people are familiar with Energy Star, it's the same idea. It's a way of uh, identifying products in the marketplace that use, in the case of WaterSense, less water than a standard product. And the EPA put out their specification for high-efficiency toilets earlier this year, and Kohler has been working to get products um, certified to carry the WaterSense label. So we'll be talking a lot about that at at KBiz and also at PCBC. Mm-hmm. Great. So, um, as you probably know, you know from if you've looked at our site, the Green Living Ideas site at all, the, the audience, our audience is really interested in, in hearing about you know what the company is doing internally as well. Uh, you know, beyond just the products, uh, I'm curious to hear on behalf of our audience, you know, what Kohler is doing in terms of its internal practices that support things like. Well, obviously, you know, water conservation, I'm sure you guys have that pretty well handled, but uh, in terms of uh, your carbon emissions and, and, you know, recycling and things like that, what kind of green programs, if any, you're implementing internally? Well, for people who may not be as familiar with the Kohler company, uh, I'll give you a little history here to put this into context. Kohler was founded in 1873 in Hmm. Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which is five miles away from where I'm at right now. And it's been a family-run company ever since, and it's still in the Kohler family. In fact, uh, uh, Herb Kohler is the CEO, and David Kohler is the president of the Kitchen and Bath Group. So the family is still involved with it uh, very actively. And the company has always been run in a very uh, environmentally sensitive way. There's there's all sorts of stories from our history about uh, why we did things the way we've done them. We, we've done things all along thinking long-term. And if, if people are familiar with Kohler, they know that this, this whole town was built really by the company and built to a master plan and it's got green space and things like that in it. So we've done, it's, it's been part of the company's fabric really ever since its founding. But the other part of that is because we're a privately held company, we haven't really made a lot of splash about it in the, in the marketplace. And, and we've, we've tried to take our green messaging, if you call it that, uh, to really talk about consumer benefits and not necessarily talk about some of the things we're doing in-house. Mm-hmm. Having said that, uh, we have a very significant recycling programs in all of our facilities in terms of not only paper and cardboard and things like that, but uh, pottery cull, which is toilets that break in production. Uh, all that material is, is either recycled or reused in some sort of beneficial reuse program. Uh, our cast iron products are made of essentially 100% cast iron, uh, recycled cast iron, and, and that's all part of the way we do business. And you know, we're trying to get that message out in a, in a very uh, uh, sensitive way, not necessarily bragging about it, but just talking about this is the way we've always done it. Yeah, well, it's important because you know people want to know that the companies they're doing business with. They want to know that they're they're on board too because there's there's a lot of companies, and I'm not saying you know, Kohler certainly not in this category, but there's a lot of companies out there that are classic greenwashers that are sort of distracting you with the shiny pendant of look over here at these great things, and then you know internally you find out that they're really not very uh, savvy at all, and they're not really implementing practices uh, themselves. Um, you know, because as we've been taught all along, you know, it's 
a, a corporation is treated like a person, and so you know it sort of needs to walk the same walk that it's talking Absolutely. on the product side. Uh, and that's I think there's a there's as I'm sure you're aware and, and know very well there's a growing desire from from consumers to do business with those types of companies and all things being equal that can be a real factor in a decision making process with products. I think one of the things we're really trying to do is to understand the, the true life cycle costs of our products, not only in how we make them, but also how consumers use them. And you think about a toilet or a cast iron bathtub. I mean, these products could last. 50 to maybe even 100 years in a person's home. And you know, we want to really understand how these products are used and how, as we, we develop new products over time, how to minimize that, that total life cycle cost of these products. Mm-hmm. So what does a typical day in your life look like in terms of the work that you're doing for Kohler? What, what do you, what, you know, I know that you're involved in the engineering water conservation side, but you know, so what, what kinds of things are you personally investigating and getting in touch with and talking to customers and, and other people about? The big thing that I've been involved with really since I started with Kohler has been green building. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing this more in, our, in the commercial end of it, but now it's really starting to take off in the residential single-family home market as well. And, and by green building, we obviously mean environmentally friendly buildings, whether they are certified to the U.S. Green Building Council's uh, lead uh-huh. qualifications or the NAHB green home guidelines. You know, there's a lot of different uh, rating systems out there right now, but Basically, when it comes to water conservation, they're all pretty much the same. They all look to try and reduce water use through more efficient toilets, shower heads, faucets, those kind of things. Down to a By, certain specification, is it like actually, you know, said, put out like between, you know, 1.1 and 1.6, or are there those kind of numbers involved in the specifications? In some of them, yes. Mm-hmm. And what we're looking for really is kind of a minimum reduction is around 20%. Okay. Over a standard product offering. Over a itself. standard product offering, yes. Okay. Yeah, right. So Those are guidelines, not not necessarily. It's not regulated at this point, anyway. But um, either these the you mentioned the two big ones, the lead and then the green home uh, guide. So, so that's a that's a big push, and certainly trying to make sure that consumers are educated about what's available, make sure our sales force is educated about how to talk about these subjects. That's a big part of my job. And another area that's really uh, becoming a much more an area of emphasis for us. And you're from California, you may know this, that uh, states are looking to implement their own uh, water conservation standards and uh, programs. And it's very challenging to keep track of all the things that are going on around the country. But uh, certainly California, with their uh, proposed legislation to change the amount of water that toilets and urinals can use, mm-hmm. uh, is it's an area of concern for us in the sense that it creates a new standard, but it's also a validation of what we've been saying all along, that the water conservation is, is a growing issue. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, California tends to lead the country in, in those kinds of things for, for better or for worse. We, you know, we do, we do sort of those issues do tend to, to come up out here and then move sort of to the East Coast or sometimes from both coasts towards the center. Um, so yeah, no, I, and, I, I, and having spoken to to regulatory people around the country, they they are watching what's going on in California, and, and certainly uh, you are considered a bellwether state out there, uh, definitely on this issue, but certainly on all environmental issues. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, of course, sort of California has to be because it's its own. You know, it's like a country. <laughs> it's like what is it? The second or the third largest, uh, you know, gross domestic product uh, in the world. <laughs> so, you know, uh, if you just take it as a standalone entity. Um, well, well, good. Well, good information. I really appreciate you being on the the show, the program uh, with us today, Rob, uh, and, and bringing your expertise to the conversation. Well, I definitely appreciate the opportunity. Great. We'd love to have you on again sometime if you'd be interested. I would. Okay. Well, great. Well. For, for now, this is uh, Sean Daly signing off, but before I do sign off, I just want to remind everyone that you can find out more about Kohler and their products online at www.kohler.com, K-O-H-L-E-R.com. Thanks again. Thanks, as always, to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.